In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I begin this evening with a prayer of consecration. I venerate thee with all my heart, O Virgin Most Holy, above all angels and saints in paradise, as the daughter of the Eternal Father. And to thee I consecrate my soul with all its powers. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. I venerate thee with all my heart, O Virgin Most Holy, above all angels and saints in paradise, as the mother of the only begotten Son. And to thee I consecrate my body with all its senses. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. I venerate thee with all my heart, O Virgin Most Holy, above all angels and saints in paradise, as the beloved spouse of the Spirit of God. And to thee I consecrate my heart and all its affections, imploring thee to obtain for me from the Most Holy Trinity all the means of salvation. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O most loving Jesus, I am all thine, and all that I have is thine, through Mary, thy most holy mother. Amen. One of the surest ways of responding to the terrible crisis that is currently afflicting the church is by turning to the Blessed Virgin Mary and her message at Fatima. At the second apparition of Our Lady of Fatima on June the 13th, 1917, Lucia dos Santos, age 10, asked the Blessed Virgin Mary, to take her and her cousins to heaven. And the Most Holy Mother of God replied as follows, quote, I will take Jacinta and Francisco soon, but you, Lucia, are to stay here some time longer. Jesus wishes to make use of you in order to make me known and loved. He wishes to establish in the world devotion to my Immaculate Heart. To whomever embraces this devotion, I promise salvation. My Immaculate Heart will be your refuge and the way that will lead you to God. Close quote. Central to the message of Fatima is God's will to make the Blessed Virgin Mary known and loved through devotion to her Immaculate Heart. Many of you know that two very important forms of devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary are the First Saturday Devotion and consecrating oneself to Mary and her Immaculate Heart. I'll say a very brief word right now about the First Saturday Devotion. The First Saturday Devotion consists of the following. On the first Saturday of five consecutive months, one makes a good confession 
assists at Holy Mass, receives Holy Communion, prays five decades of the Rosary, and meditates for 15 minutes on one or more of the 15 mysteries of the Holy Rosary. One performs all these holy works with the sincere intention of making reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Mother of God, in order to console her for the painful thorns which surround her Immaculate Heart because of the offenses of the men of our time. With regard to the consecration of oneself to Mary and her Immaculate Heart, one of the best methods for doing that is St. Louis de Montfort's perfect consecration to Mary and Jesus Christ. So again, those are two very important ways of practicing devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Throughout this weekend, I've mentioned that the three great sins of our times are blasphemy, heresy, and impurity. Think about it because Mary's Immaculate Heart is diametrically opposed to these three great sins. It certainly makes a lot of spiritual sense that in this time where these sins are truly afflicting Holy Mother Church, that it's God's will that we turn to what most opposes these sins, that is, Mary's Immaculate Heart. In opposition to the sin of blasphemy, Mary's Immaculate Heart has supreme reverence for God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. In opposition to the sin of heresy, Mary's Immaculate Heart has supreme love, reverence, and obedience to the truth. And in opposition to the sin of impurity, Mary's Immaculate Heart is perfectly pure and without sin. It is perfectly ordered to God, set completely and totally on God and only on God. The main point I want to make this evening is that devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary is a marvelous way of helping the soul to recover and grow in reverence for God and reverence for the truth. This lack of reverence for God, the worst manifestation, blasphemy, and this lack of reverence for the truth, its worst manifestation, heresy, this is what is most afflicting the church and our society in the 20th and now 21st centuries. A quick word about reverence for God and reverence for the truth. Because this is what we need to do. The very practical question, how do I then respond to the current crisis in the church? What do I do? Reverence for God, reverence for the truth. And devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary is a marvelous way of helping us to do this. So, reverence for God. Every movement, every beat of Mary's Immaculate Heart is directed to 
believing in God, adoring God, hoping in God, loving God, reverencing God, praising God, honoring God, thanking God, and giving God perfect glory. We may say that her heart is an immense ocean of reverence for God. All the time, at every moment, in every possible way. With regard to reverence for the truth, so desperately needed today, especially in the church, especially among the hierarchy in the church, referring to St. Luke chapter 2, verses 19 and 51, quote, Mary kept all these words, pondering them in her heart, close quote. St. John Eudes comments, quote, Devotion to the admirable heart of Mary has its origin and foundation in the Holy Gospel itself. The Holy Ghost inspired St. Luke to represent the virginal heart of the Savior's mother as the sacred depository and faithful custodian of the ineffable mysteries and inestimable treasures contained in the life of our Lord. Close quote. Just slightly rephrasing these words of St. John Eudes, the virginal heart of the Savior's mother is the sacred depository and faithful custodian of the ineffable mysteries and the magnificent truths contained in the life of our Lord. Think about that. Her heart is the sacred depository and faithful custodian of the magnificent truths that are contained in the life of our Lord, that are there for the salvation of men for all time. And her heart is guarding those truths, preserving those truths, transmitting those truths to those who turn to her heart, to those who are devoted to her heart. Mary's Immaculate Heart has preserved and continues to transmit the precious treasure of the teachings of our Redeemer and the mysteries of our redemption. That is, the precious treasure of truth. And something that's truly beautiful is that her heart guards and transmits the truths taught by her Son with unbelievable care, love, and reverence. I'm going to conclude by mentioning one of the ways to practice devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary taught by St. John Eudes. I mentioned at the beginning of the sermon two very important ways to practice devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. First Saturday devotion, consecration to Mary and her Immaculate Heart. Another way to practice this devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary is the following, and this is taught by St. John Eudes. He tells us, Listen to these holy words and practice them. Keep in thy heart the feelings which are in the heart of Mary, the mother of Jesus. These principal feelings are, 1. 
horror and abomination for every kind of sin. Two, hatred and scorn for this corrupt world and everything pertaining to it. Three, the lowest possible esteem and even scorn and hatred towards self. Four, profound esteem, respect and love for all the things of God and His church. And five, veneration and love for the cross, that is, for privations, humiliations, mortifications and sufferings, which are one of the richest treasures that a Christian can possess in this world, so that you may say with St. Paul, God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, Galatians 6.14. So that's one of the ways in which St. John Eudes teaches us to practice devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary that we're supposed to keep in our hearts those feelings, we might say those spiritual dispositions that are so proper to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and he lists those five. I just want to emphasize to you number four because number four is profound esteem, respect and love for all the things of God and His Church. One of the principal feelings of the Immaculate Heart of Mary is a profound esteem, respect and love for all the things of God in His Church and holding a most prominent place among these is the truth. When we're talking about the things of God in His Church, one of the most precious things is the truth. Therefore, in imitation of Mary's Immaculate Heart and by the help of her intercession, we are to foster in our hearts a profound esteem, respect and love for the truth. And if we do this, truly this will be a bulwark, a fortress, a tower of strength against one of the great sins of our time heresy we pray O Immaculate Heart of Mary bring thy son Jesus Christ the light and the truth to triumph and reign in our minds, wills, hearts and bodies may he triumph and rule in every individual family and nation he who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Ghost one God forever and ever Amen In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.